podcast time, oh podcast time, how podcast is your podcast, hey, welcome everybody, Merry Christmas Eve, motherfuckers, it's Christmas Eve, welcome, um, it's, feels good man, feels good, we made it through another year, and, what is this, this is gonna be like, 10 months, no, I guess nine months of doing Fridays with Vinny. I started in April, pretty early in April. So yeah, pretty much nine months. Can you believe it, guys? 33 episodes, 33 episodes of Fridays with Vinny. <laughs> oh, excuse me. My uh, my nose is a little plugged today. I've got a bit of a cold going on, but thanks to modern medicine, I am not feeling it hardly at all. Just a tiny bit of drainage, uh, just a little bit going on. But you know what? It's Christmas, doggone it. And I'm not going to let nothing get me down. Ain't nothing ever gets Vinny down. Uh, but yeah, I am, I am, I'm feeling good guys. I'm feeling good today. Partly because I've been getting stuff done and, and it's only Friday, so I'm still feeling good. I'm sure by next Friday, after I'm at the end of the week off, I'm going to be like, no, I have to go back to work. But you know what? Overall, I've been feeling more positive recently. Like I don't, I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure this just, this is just the high before the low. It's only a matter of time before it's right back down the drain with my mental health and my mental sanity and everything else. Welcome back, depression. Welcome back. We missed you. Um, but for now, guys, for now, I'm going to enjoy this time where I'm feeling good and getting stuff done. I will. I will. I do want to complain about this. So as you guys know, I hate going to the store. Uh, I was just like, okay, last week. Going to groceries, I was just like, let's let's get everything we need for this week and next week. And of course, I still had to go back for eggs later in the week so I could make a couple pies I did I made for work for people at work. Made some a couple, like three different lemon meringue pies, one for my boss, and then a couple for the guys I work with, and they turned out really good. I the first last weekend I made a lemon meringue pie. It was like a bigger one I made for my family, and it was like it turned out good. But you wouldn't have thought so by how much of a mental breakdown I had. It was just like, I, I don't know, guys. You, normally, normally I'm cool and collected in the kitchen. But man, it's just like, he recently is just like something goes, anything goes wrong and it just sets me off. And, and not in like a loud way. I'm not like complaining. I'm just like having, a, having an emotional breakdown. I can't do anything right. Yeah, it's not like I'm... It's not like I'm hitting anybody or, <laughs> you know, it didn't help. <coughs> what didn't help is we are rehoming a puppy and he is a little bugger. He is just, he is not a, he is not house trained. So he needs a lot of work and we don't really have time to do that. And so it's just, and then of course we just, we keep him in the kitchen so that he won't, you know, get on the carpet. So we've been doing that and it's just like, I'm trying to cook and he's under my feet. I'm trying to walk over and he's under my feet and I'm trying to not mess this up and I keep and you know what the bad thing was I had to restart because like I messed up I added the eggs when I needed to add them after because you make lemon meringue pie same way kind of way you make pudding where you cook the milk and flour and sugar and everything and then you pour it into the eggs once it's boiled and gotten thick and you got to whip that really fast so that the eggs don't cook and you don't have scrambled eggs inside your pie um yeah, you got to mix it up real good so it doesn't mess up. Uh, it's 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 kind of it's a little complicated, uh, but overall, I mean, that's the thing. It turned out so well. 
that's why I ended up making three more. It's just like, you know what? I mastered this. I kept messing up over and over again, but like I managed to make it good. So now that I know how to do it, I just like, I made three over the course of like, didn't even take me an hour. It was just like, I've gotten way better at making Pido this year. Like I'm not, I'm not Mr. Gordon Ramsay by any means. Though he's you know he's known more for his cooking, I guess. But you get the point. I'm not like the best baker in the world, but it feels really nice to uh, to have you know some. Uh... Oh, bless me soul, bless me soul. Um, it feels really good to have gotten so much better at making uh, at making stuff this year. I am somewhat proud of myself. I don't I don't want to dwell on that too much because this is Fridays with Vinny. The show where Vinny complains about stuff and complains about himself. But, um, anyway, um, what else, guys? What else? Uh, oh, 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 I was getting to a point about cooking, about, about, no, going to the store. So, uh, two days ago, it was the day before, uh, no, it was yesterday, right? Was it? Hang on, I'm thinking. Um, no, it was the day before yesterday. Sorry, sorry. It was Wednesday. Uh, Jan and I had to go to the store to get some stuff. We ended up going to Walmart because we just like, we'll just quick in and out. No big deal. We had to get like an air filter for, uh, for the, um, uh, freaking furnace. Yeah. The thing that heats the house and keeps us from, keeps us from freezing our toesies off at night. Um, but yeah, and, well, on that aisle. There was this worker, which usually workers aren't helpful, but this guy, at first, it seemed like he was cool, because he, he was just like, no, they're down this aisle, you want, and he's trying to, talking us through, like, which one you needed, you know, saying, oh, these purple ones, you're going to want those, because they'll filter out more, or if you don't want those, I'd recommend the orange ones, which, you know, really helpful, because when you're just going to get a filter, you don't really have time to, like, you know, try to try to pick out you know oh my god i don't know what the difference is let me look at this i wa don't don't want none of that for all i know what he was telling us was wrong but you know and then he's and he's like he was uh asking Jana about when when the baby's gonna be born and how old silas was and uh yeah he, and then he showed us his uh his his picture his uh granddaughter's ultrasounds <laughs> It's so goofy. He's just like, I don't. It doesn't look like a baby to me. It looks like a turtle with a helmet. It's like, yeah, yeah, man. <laughs> X-rays. It's it's freaking weird, man. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, he's like, I old people when they do this, it it always drives me up the wall. He's just like, you know, you know, you tell me. He's like, he said to me, he's like, you know why they say, dad, uh, mommy's boy and daddy's girl, and like. I almost was just like, you mean it's because it's a, is it's because of uh, it's because of sexism, right? <laughs> I didn't say it though. I kept it's like so much, so much when you hear stuff like this, you you want to say some smart Alec remark, but it's just like, you know what? This guy, he's 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 enjoying his time. He's enjoying his life. He's excited about his he's excited about his grandkids. Good on you, man. Good on you, man. But. He's just like, you know, they say that because, like, the, the the son has to learn how to treat his future wife from his mom. You don't hit your mom, and so you don't hit your you don't hit your girlfriend. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> you don't hit anybody. That's not nice. It's not, oh, I guess I shouldn't hit my wife because I don't hit my mom. Like, no, you don't hit your wife because it's not a nice thing to do. <laughs> uh, it's like, uh, you know what? He was old. He was old. 
uh, which was kind of, you know, it bothers me when I see someone like that who's a veteran working at Walmart. Like, maybe he's just passing time. Maybe this is like, he likes having a job, but like, it's just like, what if, what if this guy is struggling to get by and this is literally the only job he's capable of doing because of, you know, disability or how old he is? And it's just like, how can we have veterans in this country? How can we have veterans that are homeless or can't afford to eat or can't afford to take care of their families? It drives me insane, man. Uh, but and then he was just like, and you know, they say, uh, they say, uh, they say daddy's girl because, you know, dad has to model the kind of kind of man she's she's supposed to fall in love with. It's like, really? Really? That's that's all that's all a woman is responsible for? Not not being a good person? Not, you know, not being emotionally manipulative, emotionally manipulative. Really, man? That's all they got to do? Just fall in love with the right guy and, and that's all she's got? <laughs> and also that kind of thinking just raises, just it just raises kids that compare, uh, compare their moms to, uh, to, the, to the, compare their wives to their mom. And it's just like, it's, it's not, it's not the same dynamic. It's not the, supposed to be the same dynamic of the relationship. And even, and even so, it's just like, it reminds me of an old story from a preacher, which was actually kind of a funny story. Because essentially he was just like talking about like, oh, when my wife and I got, got married, it's just like, nothing was ever good enough. And I was always complaining, oh, this ain't as good as my mom's cooking. And she kept trying really hard to make these perfect meals. And it's like, no, not the way my mom made it. And so finally she gave up and just burnt everything and didn't even care. And I was like, oh, that's exactly the way my mom used to make it. <laughs> Which is funny, but also it's just like, uh, who, who cares, right? Like, who cares how your mom used to make it? I mean, I, I can say that because my mom is an amazing cook. And, like, I learned most of what I know about cooking from her. And then I extend it past that when I... You know, because of the amazing world of YouTube, I can watch people cook and be like, oh, I want to try that. And uh, then I kind of expand upon that. But, point being, um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I think part of it is that it frustrates me when people want a relationship to be a specific way. They want, just like, I mean, like, like uh, me and Jana, our relationship, how it works, our dynamic. She's not the one in the kitchen. I mean, sometimes she is, but most of the time, it's me cooking because I'm good at it. Like, oh my god, a man that's good in the kitchen? It's like, yeah, who cares? Who cares? I Gender stereotypes drive me up the wall, man. They drive me insane. Don't, don't like them, man. Don't like them. Not interested. Not interested. I ain't interested in your gender stereotypes. I've got, you know, man, I've got... I got stuff to do. I don't got time to worry about whether or not what I'm doing is manly enough. Just freaking enjoy your lives. Anyway, uh, Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Welcome to Vinny Complains about veterans not being homeless and uh, and gender stereotypes. You know, Christmas show. Actually, I thought about like doing some kind of Christmas show, but it's just like, what 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 would I talk about? What would I talk about for 20, 30 minutes? Man, Christmas, am I right? Uh, I mean, I could. I mean, I could talk about. Oh, I. Uh, this is my third Christmas as an atheist, technically speaking. Um, how is it different from when I was a kid? And the answer is not that different, because I still enjoy Christmas. But um, you know, 
freaking uh, I, I I don't know. I don't like it when when atheists make a big deal out of not wanting to celebrate Christmas. It's it's not. I don't have any problem with it really. Um, but uh, you know, it's just like uh, it's just like it's it's the same reason as like you know. Oh, I go to atheist church. It's just like. The whole point of being an atheist is to stay home on Sunday, right? But at the same time, maybe these people want community. I didn't. <laughs> Not at first, anyway. I wouldn't mind. Uh, I wouldn't mind having uh, you know people around me that weren't all religious. It'd be nice if like some dynamic in my life with another person didn't somehow or other involve religion. But um, or at least, or at least if I had like friends around who were you know more uh more like more 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 like me i guess you know i don't want to live in a i don't want to live in a thought bubble i just you know want to have common ground with somebody on on certain things uh anyway um one thing i wanted to do was our favorite segment Mail time, mail time, mail time. Hails the mail, it never fails. It makes me want to whack my tail. Oh, sometimes it's an email. You can email me at contactedvinnyhard.com if you want to send me an email, if you have anything longer. But if not, we just read comments. Um, <clears throat> Something I want to talk about that was brought up last week. Um first off was i was talking about animal sentience uh versus self-awareness those were the words i couldn't remember sentience was was what they were talking about um let me see if i can find this article i believe it was from the new york times um let's see here i opened it up because i was this week i was trying to do a little bit of research because i wanted to it's very interesting it's very interesting okay this is from live science um this is a quote from uh Jonathan Birch, who was a lead researcher on the study, that after reviewing over 300 scientific studies, we concluded that cephalopod mollusks and decapod crustaceans should be regarded as sentient and should therefore be included within the scope of animal welfare law. Uh, essentially, animal welfare is, I guess it's animal version of rights. We say animal welfare because animals don't technically have rights. Uh, you know, I know Peter can argue with me, and that's fine. Some of you are doing good work. Some of you I don't approve of. <laughs> it's annoying. I want to help. I want to keep animals from being abused. I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to go to every person who owns a dog and tell them they can't own their dog. You know what the other thing that's weird is? I was thinking about this this week. This is kind of a tangent, but like, isn't it so weird that we like compare dogs to wolves? It's no wonder people think that it's wrong to keep dogs. Like birds is a different story. I don't think it's right to keep birds or even even in some cases reptiles. Because like these animals aren't made to be pets. But dogs have literally been around humans for so long. They, they're like they're uh, they're 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 um, freaking whatever you call it. Uh. The way their brains work, their psychology, <laughs> it's nothing like wolves. It is not at all like wolves. You know, of course, even wolf, well, even wolf psychology is misunderstood by a lot of people because wolves don't operate in packs the way we think they do. They don't have an alpha wolf. They don't have a. Le they don't have an alpha wolf. There is no leader in a wolf pack. 
I know we love those Facebook posts, which is just like, look, this wolf in the back is actually the leader. See, because he's following his herd to make sure he's his his pack to make sure they're all safe. It's no, no, wolves. Wolves are very. They take care of each other. There is no leader. They they just kind of work together. There is no this animal eats first. The only time that exists is wolves in captivity. Oh my gosh. Anyway, um. Yeah, but yeah, that was uh, something that was brought up by Jonathan Carmona. Thank you again, my friend. Um, is that as far as like, um, as far as self awareness goes? We have something called the mirror test. Um, I should look this up. How does the mirror test work? Um, I believe this concept is the same as like, yeah, yeah. It's it's just make a mirror available and see how the animal behaves. Um, yeah. So if it basically, yeah, like a human, a human takes a couple years for them to uh, to to understand that that's them. It's like a self awareness. I, I I would debate as to you know how 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 far that goes, right? But like the interesting thing is, like sentience, the ability to feel pain, you know, um, and and avoid it. You know, obviously there is the instinctual thing, but then there's also like an in in the, uh, you know, because we as humans, we have two different versions, you know, two different kinds of avoiding pain, right? Think about it. You're just like, oh, I, I should avoid that because it's hot. That would be sen- that would be part of sentience I, as far as like at least I understand it um, versus like we touch something hot. Ooh, that is in that's that's in our brain. You know, that's that's part of our brain. That's not part of sentience. Any animal, if they're start to get hurt will automatically react that doesn't mean they're sentient but um yeah that's what that's what bothers me about like you know this is like the reason this thing is such a big deal this debate about sentience and animal welfare is because you have things like people burning crabs alive or lobsters i guess it is yeah and being like oh no they can't feel pain they're they're not sentient they can't feel pain and it's just like now we're like no they absolutely can (laughs) i love that family guy bit it's just (laughs) The big lobster is shoving shoving Peter's head in the boiling pot. He's like, no, you're hurting him. And the other lobsters are just like, no, that's just air escaping. They can't feel pain. <laughs> um, it's it's the same as like, I don't know. It's It's the same as like when people say dogs can't feel love. It's like, maybe you're right. Maybe I don't I don't know. It's like that's a whole debate in and of itself, because like clearly dogs, dogs don't need any kind of like negative, uh, negative reinforcement to get them to obey you. Dogs want to that. Dogs naturally want to uh, want to uh, you know they want people to like them. They love positive reinforcement because their uh, psychology is so uh, is so oriented towards making humans happy and getting pets <laughs> and that's because we've had them around us for so long that we've kind of bred out anything that was uh that was to the contrary except for cases of fighting dogs but even those still have a lot of the same uh people pleasing features tendencies if you will um so anyway that's just something i was thinking about i wanted to clarify that because it's a really interesting topic and i did a terrible job of talking about it last week um not that there's any surprise in that um but yeah so essentially that's the main way that um 
that 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 uh, we understand animals' self awareness. Um, it's just a question of like, um, you know, what about animals that uh, you know, what about animals we can't study very well? Like, what are you gonna do? Go out into the deep sea and like, look, squid, a mirror. Do you want to contemplate your own existence? Uh, you know, I mean, that's the thing, right? And like, and then you have like humans, like you hear about serial killers that when they're a kid, they like get into this accident that hurt, that damages their brain. And then they can't, uh, they're incapable of having empathy. It's like, think about that. Think about how crazy that is. And then the sudden question of like, what do you, is this person even human anymore? It's the same thing as like the debate about like pulling the plug on somebody who's brain dead. It's just like technically they're still breathing, but they got no brain activity. So are they even human in that moment? You know, and that's, you know, that is the reason these are uh, complicated issues is because traditionally, traditionally we'd assume uh, humans are human. Humans are human, human. But then you all of, all of a sudden when you st- take a step back and think about it, it's just like, well, what is it that makes a human a human? Is it our ability of self-awareness? Is it, is it, you know, is it, is it the way our brains work, you know? And, you know, and like these serial killers, are they responsible for their actions? Since they have, <clears throat> since they have, they're that part of their brain isn't working that would normally tell us, hey, <laughs> not nice to kill people. Uh, it's the same as like any, so, so many like serial killers start out abusing animals because it's just like, it's it's just saying it's just an extension of that. That's why anytime I see somebody like beating a dog, it's just like I don't trust you. I don't trust you. Somebody who lacks empathy, even a little bit, scares me off. You know, somebody who's just like, well, yeah, I mean, I get that. You know, I get that we need to protect the planet, but you can't sacrifice people's money. <laughs> uh, and uh, it's just like, whoa, 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 whoa. Sorry, I gotta. I gotta back up there. Just backing up, back it up, back it up. That's um I think that's the main thing that scares me about like conservative uh, politics. It's just how much of a lack of empathy there is. And they'll always argue, no, no, we have empathy. We just we wanna be logical with how we go about it. And I get that. And I'm not trying to be political at Christmas. I just oh man, it's it's I like I said like I said, it makes me nervous uh, seeing that lack of empathy and just the this, the obsession with your own rights over, you know, other people's lives. It's, you know, I don't know. Anyway, <clears throat> um, another thing I want to talk about, um, Jonathan Carmona left a comment asking, Hey, Vinny, if money was not a hindrance and you could do anything you want to in life, what would you do? And actually... I'm going to pose this question to you guys. Because honestly, I think it's a dumb question. <laughs> uh, there, you, this, you know, this reminds me actually of my favorite movie. Or one of my favorite movies, Office Space. Because they talk about this question in that movie. And I think like their their kind of read on it was, was perfect. Because he's just like, you know what I'd do if I had a million dollars? I'd invest in this and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, no, you're missing the point. The point is, to uh, if you could, didn't have to work, what would you do? And that would be what you're supposed to do with your life. And the other guy's just like, no, you're missing the point because that question is bullshit. <laughs> because if everyone had a, if you had a million dollars, nobody would be a janitor. Nobody would drive a school bus, you know. 
And I'm not, I'm not saying that doesn't have value for like kids that are trying to decide what to do with their lives. But, uh, I don't know. I guess it's like, cause if I had, if I had all, if I didn't have to worry about money at all, like it's, it's, there are two different versions of that question, right? There's the version where, oh, I'm a, I'm a billionaire. I never have to worry about money again. What am I going to do with all this money? Versus, oh, money does not exist. We live in this utopian society where people don't use money. What am I going to do now? Because in the second, in the second example, I would just be an artist. I just make music. You know, I make videos. I, you know, freaking write my. I I go and write my sitcom that I've been working on since I was a kid. I'd go, you know, do all this stuff. Versus, if I was a billionaire, you know, I would continue to like. I'd start businesses. I'd start a brewery or I'd start a film company. And then, of course, I'd use a lot of this money to, uh, you know, just end homelessness. You know, and people are like, oh, how do you think you're going to do that? You think you can throw money at it? If I was a billionaire, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just look away most of these CEOs handle problems. Just throw money at it. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, I've, I've had pipe dreams before. And I, I, I think this is a fun question to, po- to pose to yourself from time to time because, uh, you know, it, it gets you thinking about, like, you know, what if money didn't matter? What would I, would I be doing what I'm doing now? And that is, like, and there, there is a certain aspect of, like, you know, you know would, I, would I go to school to uh, become a physicist? Probably not. I'd probably go to school to study physics. And everything else I wanted to, you know, it wouldn't matter to me that school was costing me money because money wouldn't matter to me. I would have either more than enough money or I would be, uh, you know, living in a society where you just go to school and they're like, sure, we'll teach you out of the goodness of our hearts. Because what are we in it for? <laughs> um, but, yeah, that's the thing, right? It's just like I think that's a really fun question, but at the same time. I think that uh, I think that I think that letting yourself get lost too much in that fantasy is going to uh, it's going to distract you from uh, the whole point of choosing a career, which is that you actually do have to make money, and this is going to be something that you have to do day in and day out for quite a while, probably, unless you're uh, unless you're the kind of person like me that uh, will not commit to a job for very long term because uh, I get bored. <laughs> This good old ADHD, it's a superpower in that it allows you to uh, hyper-focus on learning something or starting something or, you know, doing new things. But uh, it's it's a curse because after a while, you lose interest and you're like, okay, I'm going to here now. Um, but anyway, yeah, that's the thing. That's why I take my time when I'm deciding to start new things because I know I might get distracted later and go do something else. And uh, you know what? I think I'm always, I mean, I think if I had, say the question, if you had a million dollars or a billion dollars or whatever, what would you do? I'd do the same thing I'm doing now. I'd do everything I could. You know, I would, I would, I, I wouldn't settle down and be like, okay, I have my house and everything. I'm just going to sit here now. It's like, no, I would do the same thing that I'm doing with my life now, except a lot faster. Instead of taking, you know, 20 years to get to an established point where I could start a business. I would do it now. <laughs> I would do everything at once. I would start my own film company right now. I'd open a brewery right now. And instead of starting at the ground floor, start at the 30th floor. Uh, you know, eh, there's just so many, there's so many things I'd like to do in life. 
And uh, I don't know. I'm I don't know. I am oddly optimistic about this new year. Normally, I get really depressed over the end of the year. Like, man, I didn't do anything. But like, I think part of it is thanks to this podcast. It has kind of been like a journal for me because I've been able to look back between this podcast and look back on YouTube and be like, oh, I did stuff. I got stuff done this year, you know, a lot more than a lot of people do in their lives. And so, yeah, of course, I'm crippled by money. Of course, the money makes it so that I have to uh, I have to not do the things I love as much but at the same time i'm i'm not letting it get me down as much as i could be and i think that's why i feel optimistic right like this year it's like well at least i didn't i didn't finish my album like i was wanting to i didn't do that but we're gonna have four singles released there's one coming out tomorrow wait no it's coming out today isn't it is it out already Maybe it comes out at midnight. Anyway, there's a new single. I haven't talked about it because I don't, I'm not interested in uh, doing a bunch of self-promotion for this one because I'm tired. <laughs> it's it's Christmas, guys. There's already enough commercialism. This is a very personal song for me. I'm very proud of it. I, I love it a lot and I like how it turned out. It's not perfect by any means, but it's it's still, it turned out pretty good, all things considered. And so I'm really excited about it, and uh, hopefully you guys enjoy it. It should be on Spotify, actually. If you're listening, you can go check out my Spotify now. It's just my name. It's my name, Vinny Harned. Um, and yeah, there's a song, and there's also a B-side, which is a piano demo of another song I'm working on, which we actually have a full version. will probably come out as a single sometime early this year, or it's next year, that is. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling optimistic about the future. Uh... And that's the thing, right? It's just like everyone wants to do the same thing they did, wanted to do as a kid, right? But not a lot of people get to do that. And part of me, part of me, part of that is obviously not everyone is born into as much privilege as I have. Like normal people in my position couldn't even think about going back to school because they'd be like, how am I going to pay for my house? How am I going to feed my kids? How am I going to pay for school? But for me, I am in a unique position in a lot of different ways. I can go into it, but it's it's a little complicated to explain. So, But point being, even though I don't come from a rich family, I don't have very much money, I have a lot of privilege, both in the country I'm in, uh, both in the family I was raised in. And so it's just like, it, there's a question of like, I had an opportunity to do what I want. Don't I owe it? to the people who don't have this opportunity to make the most out of it? Don't I owe it to the people who, you know, fought for fought for workers' rights back in the 1800s, you know, fought against uh fought against corporate oppression, continue to fight now. Don't I owe it to the past generations to make the most out of the world that they've created for us? I don't know. I don't know. That's just something I've been thinking about as well. My uh, my brain's kind of just all over the place, like I've been saying. Um, anyway, yeah, let's let's move on to recommendations, guys. Enough of Vinny's existential ramblings. Y'all didn't come for that. You came for the Christmas. So let's do some Christmas recommendations. Recommendations, recommendations. I'm recommending stuff. Now you can all watch TV if you cannot get enough. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, it sucks. All right. Okay. So here's a movie, one of my favorite Christmas movies that I've seen in recent years. Um, Freaking. Uh, sorry. I'm trying to remember what it was. Oh, Claws. It's on Netflix. I'm sure you've all seen it by now. But if you haven't, 
it's an animated movie, but it reminds me of like the old stop motion stuff, except that it's a little less ugly and just it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. I love the voice acting in it. And <laughs> I just I love so many of the characters. I love these kind of shows that have such unique characters, which are you there like us. There's a side character voiced by Norm MacDonald, which normally on this kind of movie would show up like once and you're like, hey, Norm MacDonald. All right, bye. He was a funny character. But now he keeps reoccurring and has like an actual role to play. I love that in films when like side characters aren't just side characters. Like they actually have a role to play. They have a purpose aside from being funny for a little bit, you know. Anyway, this film is just so well written. I love it. It's one of my favorite Christmas films. Um, another of my another one. I I don't know if I should recommend this because everyone's seen it by now. Jim Carrey's Grinch. I didn't see it when I was a kid. I thought it was stupid. Then I then Jana made me watch it last year, and now it's my favorite. Probably my favorite version of the Grinch. Don't get me wrong. I love the original one, one from uh, 1940s or whatever it was. But my gosh, Jim Carrey is just he's a gift. He's a gift, man gift to our generation so many of his films are just so good i don't care what you say i think he's a great robotnik he was a lot of fun in the sonic movie and i'm excited to see the second one but man the grinch is just like it's so good it's so good man it makes me want to see the mask i still haven't watched the mask joe said it really good of course joe Walsh didn't like the grinch so maybe i won't like the mask nah i'll like it oh it's jim carrey i'll like it uh so i've seen so many great films this year man it's it's such an it's such a it's such a crazy thing. Think about so many amazing films I'd never gotten to see, and now I'm getting to watch them one at a time, very slowly, but still making progress. Anyway, uh, third recommendation. Freaking, I I've mentioned this album before, <clears throat> but since this is the Christmas Eve with Vinny show, um, I will go ahead and recommend it once more, once more. Uh, let me try to find it. Uh, blue -blue. Is it even? Did I even save it onto my library? Uh, Hang on. Let's see if I can find it. Ah, Christmas is number four ever by Bootsy Collins. This guy is smooth. This is one smooth dude, and this is just an album of Christmas songs, but they're done. They're done by a done by a black guy. So they got soul. They got that soul, baby. He's just, he, he's like, he's as close to like kind of Motown old rock and roll as, you know, kind of smooth music as you can get with this modern pop stuff. Him and, uh, him and like, what's that guy's name? Uh, Bruno Mars are both so, you know, a lot, I mean, there are a lot of musicians like that, I'm sure still. But like, as far as mainstream goes, uh, yeah. There, he's, he's really good is what I'm saying. And this album is just really, it's really fun to listen to. Definitely recommend it. Again, it's called Christmas Is Forever, the number four ever um, by Bootsy Collins. And uh, yeah, it's just, it's a, it's a good Christmas album. If you want to have a fun time uh, listening to a Christmas album, I recommend this one. I haven't listened to a lot of Christmas music this year. I just... Not in the mood, man. Not in the mood for Christmas music. I I'm, I'm excited about Christmas. I just I don't care about the music. You know, even like I, I even though I'm an atheist now, I still like the uh, I still like the carols. But I like singing them. I don't want to listen to them on the radio. You know, I just want to sing them once or twice and be like, hey, good songs, good songs. All right, forget about them until next year. Uh, anyway, guys, guys. 
Uh, I'm going to go ahead and end the podcast here because I got work to do. It's only a couple hours until uh, until I need to be doing a live stream. It's the Merry Minecraft. It's the very Minecraft Christmas stream. Uh, I'm gonna be setting up for it here pretty quick. Um, I am uh, I'm I'm excited to uh, do another stream for you guys. Hopefully, if you if you if this is coming out in time, go check that out. You, it'll probably be too late though by the time you're here listening to this part. But uh, freaking. Hop on the stream, guys. We're going to be playing Minecraft. We're going to be doing some stuff. Uh, I need to actually get a list together of what we're supposed to do so I don't forget it. But anyway, I got a lot of plans because we're having actually people over onto the Minecraft realm that we've got set up. And they've built some amazing stuff on there. So I'm excited to kind of see that as well. Um, and I think you guys are really going to enjoy it. I really hope so. At least, if nothing else, I'm going to enjoy it. And that really is the target audience I'm going for. Anyway, guys, hope you have a wonderful Christmas. Thank you, as always, for sticking with me through this year. Uh, yeah, I hope I hope you all have a great have a great week. Those of you who get the week off, uh, wonderful news. Those of you who get your Christmas bonus, buy yourself something nice. You deserve it. Buy yourself a Christmas present because you know what you really want. And I know you know that. So just go do it. Go do it. Don't feel ashamed. You deserve this. You've been working all year. You deserve something special. And uh, for you students, stick in there. Hang in there. I believe in you. Uh, and yeah, I will see you for one last episode of Fridays with Vinny uh, before the end of 2021. As always, I love you. Love yourselves. And have a wonderful Christmas. Bye-bye.